today, I love that game, but man, today on, you know what, I'm not even going to keep going because nobody else here will hear the laughter, so it's not the same. How's it going, everybody? I'm Paul Schwan09, and I'm joined here today with Sick Jake. Jake, how's it going? Is this when I unmute you now? Hold uh, on, hold on. Next, wait. Okay, now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no mouth sounds for me this week. Oh, he missed it. All right, well, today, Jake and I are kind of getting in on something that we missed out on. We had GP and Werewolf talking about the worst of the best. They were talking about basically the slogs and the things that they hated most about some of their favorite games. It sounded like a lot of fun. I just wanted to vent. I tried to make it a lot more uh, positive because it's easy to talk negative when you're talking about a video game. But I just want to shit on some of my favorite games right now just because it feels good. And I got Jake here and I think he'll, he'll bring it out of me. Well, I mean, if there's one thing I like to do is just shit all over my favorite games. This is true. I've seen you do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a bad habit. <laughs> I'm just going to channel that energy into this one episode and then the rest of 2021 positive thinking. All right. Okay, cool. So we're going to keep it simple. We're basically going to do the same thing. We'll go back and forth, pick a game we love and talk about something about that game that we didn't like. So Jake, you want to go first or me? Or are we going to do that rock, paper, lizard, scissors, Spock, the, the, the Mario? Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. no I'll go first. Um, You're gonna so go mine's first, actually two for one. It's Mario Brothers 2. Which one? Are we talking about... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So we're talking about the Lost Levels? It could be Lost Levels. It could be Mario Brothers 2 USA. It's the same thing. I like both those games. But the one part of those games, the one part I don't like, is that beady-eyed, green little bastard, the lesser Mario, Luigi. I hate Luigi. Look, me and him are bros. Not in the same way that Mario and him are, but... He's my man, all right? He's the dude. Like, you know how he's hot garbage? You know how I know? Because he's literally sucking up the trash in mansions with a vacuum cleaner of his. Okay? I hate Luigi. But there's a reason why I don't like him in this game. Or both Mario 2 games. It's the bad physics. They they change it up. You know what I'm talking about. They make his jump different than Mario. And that, on paper, seems interesting. Okay, Mario does his thing. Luigi has higher jumps. But do they have to make it so he flails his legs in the air and he just flies <laughs> like floaty jumps it's the worst it's really handy but I can see why why you shit on it but I still don't think there's enough reason to hate him like you hate Tails well Tails is a whole other problem but like Luigi Luigi it's the physics like the, the, Mario 2 USA has Toad and Princess which I think are great characters and they have unique mechanics Luigi is unique but the physics of the jumps is just terrible and in Lost Levels there is a Luigi mode. It's obviously not the same, but it's still a much more floatier jump and slidey. And it just makes a game that's already ridiculously hard. And when you put Luigi in the mix, it's it's insane. So I, I hate those games. I, I love those games. I, I like those games. 2021. Positive thinking. <laughs> I just fuck this Luigi. This is a terrible episode for me and you to start on if you're trying not to be complaining. So I'm going to take the... My bad. Continue. <laughs> no... 
It's good. I'm good. I'm done. I'm over now. They're great games. Just, I don't like Luigi. Okay, I got a question for you then. Because if you got... I remember playing it as a kid. I never had Mario 2, the Doki Doki Panic one. This is what I'm going to talk about here. Is I didn't have that. I had one and I had three. That's the ones I could play. My friends had it if I didn't have it. But it was always like a more rare occasion when I could play two. And so I, it was my favorite because I got to play it the least, you know? So it was always like that treat that you never get to have very often. Right. But I remember playing it more recently on Super Mario All-Stars. And I remember, you know... Everything you said about Luigi being running on ice and really hard to control, I remember that, especially in that, but I can't remember it in the NES version. The NES one that we got, was he like that? Or was it just taller jump? I can't remember. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's the same as All-Stars. It's the it's a taller jump, he's spinning his legs around, and it's a floatier jump. The part that really gets me is uh, anything that has requires tight platforming. I want to say there's like a waterfall area and you're jumping from log to log. And if you get hit by something, you go flying off in another direction. And I remember getting screwed there a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It doesn't have the same appeal as like, you know, the giant Island in Mario three. We'll no, put it that way. Not the same. Cause that was just, no. that made up for it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> well, it is every time I see, like I see Luigi in another game, and I'm, the first thing in the back of my mind is, well, how are they going to screw him up? How are they going to fuck with his controls to make him worse than Mario? You're just watching TV, and then all of a sudden, I just picture your left eye just slowly twitching. <laughs> Does that? Tell you? <laughs> yeah. What is what's triggering you today? It's just it's just that goddamn green hatted. That's that. <laughs> that shifty eyed emerald asshole. That's just, I can't stand <laughs> hey man, remember who his daughter is? He has kids? Yeah, because you were pissed when you found out, remember? No, he has offspring? No, I must have... Wow, I blocked this out of my mind palace. What is this? She has a name that starts with an R and ends with an A. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's some stupid fan theory. There's no way the love of my life, Rosalina, is his daughter. There's no way. I don't know. We're going to have to look it up. I mean, if if Bowsette can make as big a preference, a big a... I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's for the OnlyFans. There's an OnlyFans? Oh, I'm on my way. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. What's your pick? All right, so I'm going to go with one. I got a head cold, by the way, so that's why my voice isn't as sexy as yours. That's that's the only reason. I I constantly have a headache, uh, head, head cold. So, yeah. Otherwise, I sound exactly like Sick Jake at all times. I blame Luigi for your sickness. Not only an asshole, but also a plague spreader. All right, fine, fine, okay. So, for me, Secret of Mana. I love this game, all right? I love it so much that I can't play it single player because I don't get the same feels because me and my brother played it through from start to finish. And so I can't do it. Like, it's just that strong in my memories that I got to do it this way. But there's one thing in that game that drove us both batty and... It still bothers me to this day. I'm sure my brother can't even remember it at this point. But I've tried to go through and play with friends a few times over the years. And every single time we get to Ice Country, I just, I get that twitch in my eye. Like when you see Luigi, I'm just like, <laughs> oh God, no, no. It's just, it's not fair. Because I'm up in Canada, okay? I'm in Labrador. I'm in, you know, subarctic weather. I call it Arctic weather because it pretty much is anyways. 
<laughs> so this is too close to home first off there's just ice and snow everywhere that's just everybody's got you know don't don't go far from your house you know kind of thing when you go outside it is just punishing it 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 hits you so hard you <laughs> it's just not fair secret of mana has a bad thing of you know every now and then you get stun locked by something right or you'll get you'll get stuck with something that hits harder than normal or you just kind of get cheesed you get stun locked by the enemy which is never never cool it's okay if we do it but not if the game does it to us right that happened there more than anything you go basically from the desert i want to call it the the sand empire just for a fact that i can't remember what it's called but you go from the desert to the north pole and that's just too big a shift for me way too big <laughs> like you go from nothing you know except for some pumpkins that'll mess you up first off and, and like these weird ducks that have like military helmets on like hard hats oh the nazi ducks i remember those yeah yeah the nazi ducks yeah so you get those and it's just tough and then all of a sudden it's like oh thank god i'm out of here and then you go to a place that's worse because it's this desolate fucking iceland up north and you're pretty much at the north pole because you literally have to save santa claus okay is that a thing in that game it is, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> you find you find his house. Rudolph is running around outside, and he's all like stressed out. You can tell he's all stressed out because he's just running in circles. And he says, "Oh my god, like I gotta, we gotta save Santa!" And so you literally, when you go in, and you basically save Santa Claus and get the same like mana seed that you're going for. That is the only redeeming thing about that whole section is that you get to save Santa Claus, and then he doesn't give you a gift. And I'm like, come on come on <laughs> like you could have wrote it in so the next time you go to an inn or something there's like a present under your bed or something like that i was so mad all right i'm st- i'm st- like the the hair on my arms is not standing up but i wish it was so i could be an honest man right now it's been years since i played the game and i'm not sure if you're just shitting on me or pulling my leg by saying that the, your the favorite part is the part where you save christmas <laughs> in secret of <laughs> no, man my, it's the only part that redeems that entire section, but not enough to redeem it so that I actually enjoy it. It's just like, okay, otherwise this game is a write-off and I, I want to turn the game off. That's wild. I was going to compare it to like, you know, going from Northern Ontario to Florida, you know, from the Iceland, to desert. <laughs> but Florida is not desolate. Well, some swampland is, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Are there alligators in Secret of Mana? I don't like alligators. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think there are. I can't think of any. There are things that'll fuck you up just as much, if not more, though. Well. Like Nazi ducks. Nazi ducks, then stay away Stay away from that Florida empire. Yeah, exactly. All right, so what about you? There's got to be something else that's going on for you. So there's this other game that I love, and I've said it before. One might, might just say that's game of the year for 2019, and that is Double Dragon for the Sega Mesa System which I can't say without slurring. But I love Double Dragon and the Master System. It's it's fantastic. The music, the stages, I, I just love that game. I was going to say, is the music still the same as like the NES version? Oh, hell no. It's way better. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I, got a, I got a very little experience with Sega Master System, but the ones that I did, I like better than most Nintendo games. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to dump on the, the NES Double Dragon because I actually have not played all the way through of it. And the music in that game actually is decent. No, they're they're comparable. I do like Master System, but it's the one I grew up with. Um, but the music is great. I love I like the, the colors, the backgrounds. I like everything. The only part that's kind of cheap 
is there's really only four sprites in the entire game. <laughs> they palette swap in this game. Like, you'd swear you're playing Mortal Kombat. It's so bad. Dude, a Bobo, everybody's favorite bald badass. There's like four or five color variations of a Bobo in this. There's the, there's the tan one. There's the red skin one. There's even a green one. Like, he hulks out. <laughs> it's the same Bobo. There's a green one in the NES one. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why. And it's... So there's only like the I think it's six enemies in total. It's uh, I wrote them down. Here's the names, right? You got Jeff, <laughs> Linda, Willie, Williams, and then you have wait Willie and Williams. Yeah, and then you have Romper. Wow, or Roper. <laughs> Roper, Roper, Roper was in there. Yeah. Williams was in there. Yeah. I don't know about Willie. Linda's definitely in yeah, there. Yeah, Linda's a classic. But how do you get like, like Jeff, Linda? Okay, okay, team. Look, look. Technos, team get together. We need names for our bad guys. We only have six of them, okay? So let's <laughs> give us your best names. Jeff. Like, no. Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. Can we try again? Uh, Willie. Like, okay, you're fired. What, what about you? <laughs> yeah. A Bobo. Yeah, okay, you can stay. What about you? Roper. Like, fuck you, Roper. Anyway. And then somebody ends it off with Williams. They're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Sure. Williams. <laughs> but then it's like, it's, you have, again, the palette swaps. And that, there's so many Bobos. And I love a Bobo. But the palette swaps is ridiculous. There's, <laughs> mission three is when they, they get crazy with all the color swaps. And I can't remember the, the pink haired guy's name. But there's a green variation of him too. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Change the, change the shirt color. Why is it going to be fluorescent green? I don't, like, it's, I know it's the 80s. <laughs> Give me like bright pink sunglasses, not skin. He's not Kirby. I need to see I need to see the box art for this game now because <laughs> Double Double Dragon 2 is my all-time favorite box art of any game ever. Any his box art is legendary. Master System though is not no nowhere near as good. It's very plain. They didn't hit their stride until later on. I'll give them that. Can't it can't all be uh, Streets of Rage 1 2 or 3. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so yeah, that's that's fair though. I gotta say, I wonder if it's a technical limitation more than anything, but still. Well, I mean, that game did push things to this limit. Like you had, a th- like I want to say three or four sprites on screen at once. It actually is really good, but there's no wonder there's only two of the same enemy at a time. Right. That's that's enough. <laughs> That'll mess with me bad enough. How about you? What's your next one? Okay, so I'm gonna go with another Super Nintendo game, and this one maybe not so common people might know what i'm talking about as soon as i say it but otherwise it's it's a it's more of a diamond in the rough for me but soul blazer for snes so that's like the first of the the trilogy of the uh god what's the the trilogy called they have a name on it i have to remember because and nick the burner mentioned this a few times to me and i know you've been raving about these two it's um soul blazer and oh shit what's the other ones brain lord or something no illusion of gaia and terranigma terranigma so. that's the one they call whatever whatever the trilogy is called. If you know it, maybe you can comment on Twitter or something or in Discord. Let us know. I'm not going to Google it now just for spite. But uh, when we get to St. Ellis or St. Ells, as I used to call it as a kid, it's all underwater. And I hate it. And not, it has a water level in theory, but not in practice, okay? Because everybody hates water levels. This one, barely water level because there's no water physics. The only thing is you need a special bubble making helmet so you can breathe underwater and this literally makes a bubble four times the size of you that that you walk around in so 
it's not that bad for the water physics that you'd expect. You'd be like, oh, no, underwater, no, this is going to be crap. Right. But it's because it's just so confusing. Everything in this game, the other areas in the game, you'd release a dog. And then the other ones would be like a cat, a squirrel, a mole, a dog, you know, and it'd be like another mole. But this one, it was mermaid. <laughs> you've you've released mermaid. <laughs> then you get like kill the second last thing up until the end of the to the like the end boss in this section, mermaid, <laughs> and it's just this so convoluted. Like you'd think it'd be easy to get around, but they make it so confusing, <laughs> and it just gets me lost every time. It drives me nuts. It just like everything felt the same, and I've basically worked clockwise trying to find the right mermaid to talk to to go to the next section kind of deal, and it was just confusing the town was a puzzle that didn't need to be a puzzle well like when you said underwater i'm thinking oh no breathing mechanic but it's not that it's just you get lost no yeah that's that's it like you you basically are forced to wear a helmet so you can breathe underwater i'm like okay that that makes sense and the fact that they make you do that and they make you like if you come back later on you have to put that helmet on so you're taking like a a drop to your to your uh stats but the fact that they make you do that, I thought it was cool. That That's about the only cool thing about it. I, I just hate this section. <laughs> the way you're saying is, this game is not better when it's wetter. Under the sea. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no, it, it was just kind of like this extensively long section. There's so many islands that you have to go up and it's basically walk out of the town and go left or right, then you're going to go up and down, left, right. And so it's a huge map compared to the rest of it. Really easy to get lost. And so it's not just the town you get lost in, but that whole section. And it's it feels like the longest part of the entire game, because by the time you get out of there, the last boss is cool. You're fighting on a pirate ship, or a boss of the area, not the le- of the level, not the game. You're fighting on a pirate ship, and it's a giant skull, which is always cool as a kid, because you're like, yeah. But... By the time you get that done, you're just like, thank the beep, you know. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it, it was just too much. Let, let's let's change the subject. Let's go on to you because this is making me salty. Well, actually, so this is funny because my next pick is not so dissimilar in terms of it. it's the slog. It's the, it's the dragging out of gameplay in mine I don't like either. And it's the messenger, which... <laughs> I was going to say Warframe. <laughs> look, hey, Warframe's a... Canadian classic, but no, not Warframe. <laughs> Warframe is not on my list this week. No, it's the Messenger, and people listening might think, well, what the hell's wrong with the Messenger? That game is fantastic, and it is fantastic. Um, music. Yeah, that game is fantastic. Yeah, music, the graphics, everything is great in the game. Uh, and there's a twist. There's a couple twists in the game. But the second twist, when the game becomes basically a Metroidvania, sorry, my phone decided to just spasm message notifications all at once. That's great. okay. You're a busy man. I get it. It's all right. Wow, it's still going. That's not even my primary phone. Anyway. (laughs) uh, The the messenger. So everything is great, but the Metrovania part, when the game kind of opens up, it's like the scroll is really a map. Look at this. At first, you're like, this is awesome. What? I love Metrovania games. This is is interesting. It's, it's, It's great. But then you realize that you don't know where to go. <laughs> and there's, there's a hint system. You can go to the shopkeeper and pay some gems to get a hint. It's still vague as all hell. And I still found myself. He's a douche on purpose too. So oh, yeah. it doesn't help. 
Well, uh, he's douchey in a funny way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, but he is a total douche. Oh yeah, he's a total <laughs> asshole. And I can take it being an asshole and funny, but the hints he gives you, which you pay for, are so vague, so cryptic. I got lost so many times. I ended up having to guide every every time I got a new hint. I would try. I would give it an honest like, <laughs> well, what the hell does this fucking mean? And try and figure out where to go. And I'd almost always be on IGN afterward looking it up. I felt really bad for it. Um, otherwise, this game is fantastic. Everything about it, I love. But that Metroidvania section just feels just that inch too long. And it just drags on. And like even even by the end of it, I was watching somebody play it on stream, uh, Gmail. He's playing it. And I, I kept forgetting how long the game was. I kept telling him, you're almost done. You're almost done. Don't worry. You're doing really good. And I think on the third or fourth day of him still playing, I felt really bad. <laughs> I said, look, look, I was lying to you all this time. No, I'm not really being an asshole, although usually I am. But this time I wasn't. <laughs> but there was a, the end section was like, you go into a music box. And I'm like, I've completely forgot about that entire level. And I forgot how long it was. It's like a fantastic game that should have been over five hours ago, if that makes any sense. It's too. Yeah, long. I can get it. So see, I never got that far. I'm still stuck at that goddamn boss. He's like a devil dude, and that's that's the farthest I can tell you I got. I'm like, haven't opened the scroll. Don't know what it looks like. So you just spoiled it for me, well, fucker. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, the game is still worth playing. And that that boss, once you beat that boss, it is more manageable of a game. It just forces you to learn the the, the jumps. Yeah, it's it's always been like just shy of beating him. It feels like because I was laying into him, and it would just be like, oh crap! And I just one of those stupid deaths that he's like, that's my fault. That's my fault. And the game is really fair like that. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I just haven't gone back because I'm still like, I need to get better. <laughs> get good, scrub. Play messenger. Yeah, exactly. Good game. All right. So we got see Super Mario Brothers two versus Secret of Mana, then we got Soul Blazer versus what? What did you just say? What? 2019's Game of the Year, man! Double Dragon for the Sega Master System. Double Dragon, sorry, right? Okay, so we got Double Dragon Sega Master System. You got Messenger. I'm gonna go dial it back a little bit too, but I'm not gonna go to Sega Master System. I'm gonna go to Nintendo Entertainment System. Is that what it's called? Sure. Something like that. If it's not, it should be. Okay, it is now. It might, it's now canon, according to Press B to cancel lore. The Canadian spelling. So, yeah. So I'm going to go with the... This is going to be... I try not to go for difficulty, and, like, is is Like, this one's conflicting for me, because I love it at the same time I hate it, but this this is something about the game that's the turning point. So I got Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. A fantastic game. It is, yeah. How far have you gotten? Have you beaten it? <laughs> no... <laughs> and the game's hard, man. I mean, it's not Kirby hard, but it's hard. Uh, it's a game, though, that gets easier once you have the more characters, though. Once I got Grant, I was doing pretty good. I, I really need to go back to it. Yeah, see, there was a girl I was interested in, and she was just coming to my stream. And, like, so I was trying to show off, and I said, I'm going to play this as just Trevor, you know? I wanted to impress this girl. She didn't care. <laughs> but uh, I, I made a point to play as just Trevor, and... Trevor's not easy to use, especially when, you know, you've only got the one skill set to go through. You can fly as Alucard, you know, you can jump around and climb walls as Grant. Sifa or Sifa is just like a powerhouse. She can hit so hard, just, you know, glass cannon. Right. I wanted to brag that the first time that I beat the game, like, without save states or cheating, 
was Trevor only just to say, not for achievements or anything, but just to personally brag to myself. And then I got to level 7B <laughs> at the cliffside entrance. <laughs> Bane of my existence for pretty much any video game right now is still this level, okay? Like, the enemies aren't crazy, but there's so many jumps. It really tests your timing. Like, you know, if you get a hit in midair, you get knocked back. The knockback is what's going to kill you most of the times you're going to fall into a pit. I'm like, okay, cool. But you have to time it so you don't get knocked into pits is first off. Then there's an auto-scrolling section. Oh, everybody's favorite. There's more. <laughs> yeah. Not only is it auto-scrolling, but it's auto-scrolling up. All right? <laughs> so you're getting attacked from above with these enemies while these blocks are slowly falling down. If they fall on you... They hit you, they hurt you, and they'll probably knock you off because you're only on like a two-tile wide thing to begin with. <laughs> and it takes about five minutes to go up there, right? So if you're making it through and you finally make it through, okay, this I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. You finally make it to the top. Cool. You've only got one life left. Then you get you don't even make it to the boss. Boom. Start over. Continue. Start over that whole thing and in another five minutes try oh, to do geez. that. It is brutal, so brutal, and it's just, it's not that it's ridiculously hard, it's just that it's trying your patience more than anything else, because it's slow, and it's plodding, and you're just like, like, I just want to do this, like, I'd, I'd, ta I'd gladly take, like, double speed if this, like, just jacked itself up and was, went going twice as fast, I'd be like, you know what, I'll, that's cool, I'll adjust, but it is just, it forces you to take a bag of, like, chips and eat it between each jump. It's, it's just so slow going. Yeah, if, if there's ever a hell for speedrunners, it's got to be an auto-scrolling level, right? Yeah. Where they just, they, they want to go fast, but they can't because yeah. they're <laughs> stuck at the pace of the level for five minutes. Yep, and that's it. Like, I mean, watching somebody speedrun this game, I'm, I'm sure that that would take the longest time just for the fact that there's no, like, damage boosts or anything you can really do. So it's just a matter of, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be entertaining to watch them because, you know, they'd be so good at it that nothing happens. You know, just, they don't get hit. There's no stress. You're not going to be like, yeah, is he going to make it? Is he going to make, is he going to screw this up? No, that's, it's so easy. You're going to be perfect at it. It's just so tiring. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it worse is if there's Medusa heads in that one section, <laughs> but they come up just afterwards. Of course it's Medusa at least, heads. At least. Because that's, that's what the game needs more of. Yeah. So, but you know, it was difficult, but at the same time it was more, a test of patience than difficulty that bothered me about that level. That's a good one. How about you, man? You got to have like a runner up before we get to the last one. What do we got? Yeah, we have two more each, right? Or no, this is my second last one. Uh, okay, so this one is an, another game that I absolutely love. I absolutely adore. And that's Link's Awakening uh, on the Game Boy or on the Switch. Take your pick. Uh, fantastic Zelda game. Really great. Just the characters and the charm. Uh, the music is great. You know, I always go back and forth between this and Link to the Past, as which is my favorite. But there's one part of Link's Awakening that always enters the back of my mind, and why I just I just like this one section. Um, have you have you beat Link's Awakening before? I have, but it was when I first got it, so that was probably around. Oh God, for argument's sake, if that came out in '94, I beat it in like '95. Okay, so the thing with Link's Awakening is there's items in the game that you get. Well, there's one you get early on. Uh, it's a mushroom. And then you have to take the mushroom to the witch, turns into this magic powder. And you need to use this to get past the raccoon. Only in Zelda, you know, do you dust animals to get by them. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, magic powder has its uses throughout the game. Like, you can kill certain enemies with it, but you almost never use it. In fact, you don't really have to use it. 
and you forget about it a lot of the time. And as a kid, I would never bother refilling it because there's just too much headache. You have to go back to the woods, get a mushroom, yada, yada. I would never do it. Yeah. But, and the game doesn't tell you this, but in the final boss, when you go into the windfish egg, the end boss is like a, a various forms, phases. I'm trying to remember if it's the first form or second one. There's a giant blob form where he just... This isn't even my final form. Well, it's not his final form, but it's, it's, it's the <laughs> final boss. I can't remember if it's the first form or the second form. I think it's the first form or maybe second. Anyway, send your corrections to Presby <laughs> at Twitter. Tell me how I'm wrong. There you go. He's a giant blob jumping around the room. Luigi's awesome. No attacks you do work. Nothing does damage. And he's... You can't figure it out. I spend hours on that as a kid. And I, even recently with the Switch remake, I still spent a good 45 minutes before I realized what it is. <laughs> you have to use the magic powder on them to damage them. Otherwise, you can't get past it. It's an item you get literally in the beginning of the game. And you don't have to use it at all to progress until the very end in that boss. And they don't give you any freaking hints on how to kill that boss. <laughs> and it, dri- it drives me nuts. Yeah, that's... I could see that driving me nuts. That would be like one of those things where I need to call the hotline, you know? Yeah. Because you're not going to, no, you don't, you don't even use that. So why are we going to use it on the last boss? Like I spent so long on that boss. I ran through batteries on the old Game Boy. That's, so it cost me money. <laughs> like, Dude, that wasn't hard though. Batteries for the Game Boy was not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Otherwise, fantastic game. I love Link's Awakening. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of this too, right? We have to. We're talking smack about games that we love, and I love Soul Blazer. I love Secret of Mana and Castlevania Three. These are some of my top ten games here. But there's also stuff like Resident Evil Five, which is not necessarily the greatest game in the franchise by any means, but it is one of the most fun, and I'll give it that. Even with uh, Chris punching rocks, okay, <laughs> you, that's not that's not it. That's probably one of my favorite parts, just because it's what Resident Evil Five. Love the game. I just It's one of the games I basically, if it wasn't for online PvP achievements on 360, I would have had 100%. So the only thing that bothers me about this game besides those achievements, Chapter 2-3, okay? It's an auto-scroller in 3D. <laughs> and it's, and they're, they're not even scared to hide it. it. You're shooting machine guns on like this army jeep, okay? So you have a gun, and it's one of those... Infinite ammo, just don't let your gun overheat. You oh, know? yeah. Basically, any any shooter game, essentially. <laughs> Even Warframe's got those. Yeah, so... so you, Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Okay, cool, we're on the same page. So, it had potential to be really cool, because first off, you you got a machine gun, and you're plowing through Ganados, they call them, I think. They're not technically zombies, you know, they're just zombie-like dudes with, like, tentacles and stuff. So, it's obviously not as cool, because it's just like, you're not decapitating zombies you're decapitating these weird almost alien like dudes but they're chasing you on like dirt bikes and cars and at one point they are also on like this cargo like this convoy van thing which is fine but there's so many of them and there's so many jumps yet the quick you got like the quick time events you, you actually take a jump and stuff like that in the jeep if you miss the buttons and you die and crap like that so the quick time events just add to the, just like, are you kidding me? Right? Well, like tentacle zombies on motorbikes chasing after you. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
in theory, all right? That's why I said it has the potential to be very yeah. cool, but it was a total fail. So, like, you can only aim so far left and right, which is fine, you know, because you're on a machine gun that's mounted on the top of a Jeep. There's only going to be so much swivel room so you don't accidentally, like, shoot the guy driving your own vehicle kind of thing. Enemies would often be out of your range and still be able to mess you up, and you couldn't do anything about it. Because you'd be only, to, like, for argument's sake, you'd only be able to shoot, like, a 130-degree window from left to right, right, and they'd be at, like, 150. And so there's this giant van thing that's all armored up, and you have to shoot. You can't. I can't even tell you if you have to shoot the tires or shoot the driver, because... Either one seems to work until you try to do it, and then it's like, oh, well, i got to switch to the other method. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to go on. And it just drives me nuts because it's just the same uh, the same audio cues come on. So it's like if there's going to be a turn coming up, you would be like, watch out. we got a turn coming up. Hold on tight. And then every time it was if there's a quick time event, hold on tight. Hold on tight. So it was just like, felt like someone was just pressing like the key to press the button on a soundboard over and over again. And it just drives me absolutely nuts because it's just what could have been amazing was by far the worst level in the entire game. Yeah. When you were saying chase sequences with the gun, I've had flashbacks to cyberpunk and I didn't like that sequence there either. This same idea. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm thinking, what if they had a quick time events? How much worse would that be? That's the worst, <laughs> having to do quick time events when you try and shoot something. Forget that. Yeah, and it's bad, too, because it's not even like, okay, the turn ones are okay, because, you know, he's going to basically do, like, a 90-degree turn while you're going, like, 60 miles an hour or something. It's so all like, okay, I can understand that. But they take jumps in a Jeep like it's a, like it's a cartoon, and I'm like, <laughs> this game is already over the top enough. <laughs> like this is one place where they could have dialed it down and it would have been like a little more realism in this section would have gone along. Way. <laughs> We're not asking for much, you know, Capcom. Look, tentacle zombies, motorcycles. It's it's fine. It's fine. Just can't the Jeep not jump as high. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like I was expecting it to be like the Batmobile in was a bat in uh, Dark Knight Rises or Dar or the Dark Knight, whatever it was. The, the second one. Yeah. Because they had that stupid thing where you jump over it and then it drops like a thing behind it for like landing a bridge. It's like they might as well have put that in Resident Evil 5. Yeah, it's like Capcom, look, we already accept the green herb heals everything. Just, just <laughs> give us a little bit of realism in other ways. Okay? Yeah, exactly. That's funny. All right. So enough about that one, man. What's, what's your final one? What's the game that you love and what's the part that you can't stand about it? So for me, this is actually a recent game. Um, and it's... Winning all kinds of Game of the Year awards. Fantastic game from 2020. Uh, that's Hades, which is a great roguelike. Uh, it's on PC. It's on Switch. Fantastic run-based game. I Like I said in that episode, I talked about it. No, it's a fantastic game. And when I thought I was burnt out on these kind of games, it just dragged me back in with such amazing tight gameplay, really amazing characters. Music is fantastic, as Supergiant always does good music. I really do love the game. The only problem I have with it, and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I'm going to explain the mechanics of what happens, is the the whole idea of the game, and you learn this in five seconds, is you're, you're basically beating your dad, Hades, to escape hell. And right. when you finally do that, you get a little bit of plot, like a dialogue or two worth, very minimal. And then you start all over again. It is a, it is a run-based <laughs> game, right? So like when you play it, you're thinking, okay, when you die, you start over from scratch like a roguelike. 
part of me was like, when I finally beat Hades, I would get credits or something. And there are end credits in the game. I have yet to see it because you have to beat the game or beat Hades like 10 times. Oh, wow. And each time you do it, you get just a little bit more plot, a little bit more dialogue boxes, like one or two. It's so minimal, the payoff for beating Hades. Getting through that game is tough. Hades is okay, but there's a boss encounter before him that's worse. It, it, so beating that game for me is hard. And it takes multiple runs where I managed to pull one off successfully. And your reward is like a dialogue box or two. Come on, man. So I have not seen credits in Hades. I don't think I'm ever going to. As, as much as I do love the game, having to beat it that many times is probably asking too much. I beat him about five <laughs> times now with different weapons, and that's been fun. But there are just some weapons I just don't like. And I, I don't feel like there's enough payoff to beat the game again over and over again. I have put in like 50 hours into Hades already. I feel like I'm done. I kind of just want credits. <laughs> the fact that you want credits and not like quote unquote proper ending is saying something. I'm like, I would have just been like, no, I beat it. Fuck it. Well, it's one of those <laughs> games where the, I guess the main, the journey is, is the ending in a way, right? Like the, you do get the plot that way, but there is plot to be had if you just, if you beat it repeatedly, but I don't like how it's just been, it's the same character you talk to every victory. You talk to her for a paragraph and then that's it. And you loop it again. And it's just for such a minuscule payoff. <laughs> it's like, there's really nothing there. How about you? What's your, or was Resident Evil 5 your last one? No, you have another no, one. No, I got, I got one. I got one more. I've been holding back on this one. Because this one, I love this game to the point that I can't go back to it now. Because my memories of it are better than my experience going back to it. So I'm kind of like, I'm just leaving it. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's one of my favorites. But Pokemon Blue, alright? Here, here, Here's what we're going to go with. First time I played Pokemon, I'm like, this is... Okay, this is for kids. I was grade nine going to grade 10, right? I'm a big guy. I'm a big kid. I'm about to be in high school. I'm like, ah, I'm too cool for Pokemon. And I tried the game and I'm like, this is so fucking fun. I wish this was a real thing. I wish I could have actual Pokemon in real life. We call them cats, Bolsh. Yeah, well, I'm allergic to those. So <laughs> fuck them. Uh, they, they gotta shave them all. <laughs> they, they kicked the shit out of me more than my, my Pokemon would, all right? <laughs> One thing that's driving me, and it's partly the sound, but it's one sound specifically, it's the low health beeps, all right? Oh. And it drives me insane. Like, I hate most of the Zelda games because of that. Yeah. All right? I, I That's the main reason I don't like Zelda games, because I'm going to spend most of my life near death. Weep, that's, that's weep, the kind. weep, weep. Yeah, exactly. And it's no different in, in this, except this is a turn-based role-playing game. Okay. Things take longer to get done. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda games, they didn't give me migraines when I was playing it, <laughs> which I remember getting a migraine from this once. It's an RPG where you have to use everyone to level. You know, you gotta, you, if you want someone to level up, you have to use them. You start off with them or you switch to them in the middle of fight, switch to someone else. If you're playing with somebody and you're trying to level someone and you're in the middle of nowhere or trying to catch like a rare Pokemon or something, you're probably going to be in the middle of a cave in the middle of this dark spot, nowhere near anywhere. Oh, boom, you don't have any health potions, you know, there's nothing you can do. So you're there for like a half hour grinding trying to do it and every time you enter the fight, 
And it just keeps going. And the thing is, like, the sound, there's only so much the Game Boy can do. The fact that it does as much as it does to me blows my mind, yeah, especially for how old it is. But that noise is just something about the frequency of it, the pitch. It just gives goes right through me. And, oh, like, it hurts. And it literally hurts to the point where I got a migraine a couple of times and I, I just can't do it. So I want to go back and play these games because I'm like, you know, I just want to enjoy it, beat it. I like Sapphire. That's the one I had played the most. I want to go back and play this one. Won't do it because I'm like, I'm not playing the game without sound. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm not, I, I used to do that a lot when I was playing with RPGs and I'd have like a CD going on and just have a CD on repeat. I'm not doing that again because there's games like Final Fantasy X-2 where I, I think of like a specific Fire Inside album because I was listening to that on repeat so I didn't have to listen to the same whoosh and a da, 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 you know the same thing going over and over and over. I, I just won't do it and it just turns me off. Also, you know, it didn't help that playing Game Boy, I had to play in the basement under a fluorescent light, which made for extra migraines and extra headaches. <laughs> so that one definitely won out more than the rest of them. Not necessarily my favorite game. It's a game that I loved, but it's definitely had the most negative experience for uh, something I enjoyed so much. Yeah, it kills me too, because you're right. The Game Boy, I think the Game Boy has some of the best music of of even consoles even. There's Game Boy games I would listen to, hands down, over NES games, soundtracks. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. amazing what the sound can be on that machine. And then you're right. <laughs> the Pokemon death sound is terrible. Yeah. And it just... And you, you nailed it when you say you're constantly leveling up new Pokemon. You hear that noise a lot. <laughs> like, at least in Zelda games, when you're low in health, I can spend a few minutes, you know, whacking bushes or something. Um, but there's a similar game, uh, Metroid on the NES, also has a low health sound that drives me bonkers. Yeah. Enough that I mute the game half the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Pokemon... I was going to say, when you said Pokemon, I'm like, uh, I like Pokemon. There's a lot of reasons I don't like that game. So I was curious what yours was. <laughs> yeah. And then when you said the health sound, I'm like, yep, that's on my list. <laughs> like, I, I could have easily gone with, uh, you know, one of the Zeldor games. but Because yeah. uh, that's what I thought you were going to go with, with Link's Awakening. And so, yeah, I'm glad that one of us said it. <laughs> no, low health sound. like Low health sound alerts in most games is obnoxious, and I can't stand it. It's just really bad in Pokemon. That's probably one of the worst ones. And... From, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the randomizer for Link to the Past, you can actually turn that off or change the pace. Yeah, you can quarter speed it or turn it off, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, quarter speed, I'd probably still hear just as often. I'm just saying. Actually, you know, I bet there's a ROM hack that does the same thing for Pokemon. There better be. Yeah. If there was, I might actually play it again. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's it, man. I, I don't want to complain anymore about games that I love. No, these are great games. Yeah. And I will play all of them again. Like, I've been playing Resident Evil 5 with Werewolf. I want to go back and play Castlevania 3. Maybe impress somebody else this time. But I won't do it with just Trevor only. Yeah, Alucard only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? Uh, you got to cheat first and get them from the start. Oh, okay, cool. They're just bats. Always bats. Yeah, always bats. All right, well, yeah, this has been fun, man. So... I feel like we got in on it now because I, I felt left out when I had to edit the episode with GP and Werewolf. And so I'm glad that you agreed to do this with me. So thank you. No, this is a great episode. Like I said, uh, for, <laughs> I know I shit on a lot of games, especially ones I like, but I do like games. <laughs> you know, some small stuff bugs me. 
All right. Well, that's been great, man. Let's uh, we'll call it quits here for now. And uh, anywhere we can find you, you want anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'm sick, Jake. You can find me sometimes on Twitch, but generally on Twitter, just shit posting. That's just shit posting. That's all we do. All we do. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm Paul Schwan 9 You can find me also on Twitch slightly more often than Jake, but not by much. I just do it enough just to hold it over his head and then I realize he doesn't care. So <laughs> you can find me over there at twitch.tv slash Paul Schwan 9 That's P-A-L-S-H 109. And for anybody else who's listening, if you enjoy this show and you want to support us monetarily, you can check out our Patreon. We just have it set up. And for any of the patrons, we have once a month, we're doing episodes where we have movie commentary and just to spread it out to a different medium that we all appreciate in different ways. And honestly, it's just fun. So check it out if you want. Uh, we have a Ko-Fi link, Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I. <laughs> If you want to check that out as well, slash press B to cancel. And if you want to join our Discord and keep the conversation going, you can go bit.ly slash press B to cancel. And then you can join us and talk to us in real time. Or at least whenever we check Discord, which is pretty, pretty often. I kind of live on it. I'm unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, until next time. Brett Speed canceled. So I'm glad you did that voice because I thought I'd have to do it and I can't. Special thanks for music. Go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbeetocancel.com. As well, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to cancel.